0: All right, so I know I, I I go you know into some pretty heavy topics. I know this. All right, we get we, we solve the world's problems. It can be a bit of a heavy lift every day here. I get it. So I also like to bring you some uh, beneficial stories, some some positive stories, things that'll put a smile on your face. So it's good. All right, this one's going to start out not so smiley, but it but it'll get there. You just got to trust me. Okay. So have you heard of the Burning Man Festival? Have you heard of this event? It's been going on for like 20 years. I have never been to Burning Man, but I have seen videos of it. And uh, it started with some guys that uh, built like this wooden effigy of a man on a beach in California. I think San Francisco. And then they lit it on fire. And a bunch of people came around and they're like, ooh. And then it turned into this festival. And now there's like every year like between seventy and 80,000 people go out into the desert in nevada in the middle of nowhere uh well the desert yeah so they go out in the middle of nowhere and they they build this like city i mean think about that seventy, eighty thousand people that's like the size of asheville almost or rock hill that's it, it, an entire city and they they build up around um uh, The center it's like a circle they build in this in concentric circles and uh they build at the center of it uh this big burning man sculpture made out of wood and they they all help build this thing over the course of like a week or two weeks whatever it is and they got all these you know artists and stuff that go there and people show up and they you know they they drop a lot of acid they take a lot of drugs and such whatever anyway they're there and they build this thing this big effigy and it's like now i think they i think it's 40 feet high now and then they light the thing on fire hence the name burning man so they they light this thing on fire and then they all like dance around it i guess i don't know but whatever so there's like this big it's a art festival and 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 desert drug festival or something whatever so it's in the middle of nowhere. It's a desert. And so there are not a lot of roads that will take you to this locale, from what I understand. And the roads that do take you there, they're not, you know, four-lane highway types of roads. They're just one lane in each direction across a desert. So, a bunch of environmentalists stopped traffic on this road... To burning man and you've seen the videos i'm sure you've heard the stories by now of these climate protesters and this is what they do they they go to cities they go to places where people are driving and they set up roadblocks comprised of themselves so they will sit across the road so people can't drive over them without committing murder right right I guess that's the idea here. Although I have found a way, by the way, I've seen a video of a really good way to thwart these efforts. I will tell you what they are. And because I've seen a lot of people that do not know how to uh, how to remove the roadblock. And it does take some coordination on the part of all of the motorists who are stranded, who are stopped. They're blockaded. Right. So you got to work together in order to get this thing underway, but it it, it it has real potential, which is to turn the front vehicles that are at the front of the blockade, the ones that are right in front of the, the protesters who are laying down or sitting on the ground. you've got you, you gotta give some room for that first row of cars to turn around and back the vehicle right up to the faces of the protesters. And that then puts the exhaust pipes right in their face. And I don't think they're going to stick around for much longer when you put that that kind of you know those kinds of toxins right in front of them. and, they're, and it's kind of warm too. So you got to back your vehicles right up in front and then they'll kind of roll out of the way and then you can and then you just drive you just kinda, and then you create the, the, the gap uh, and then everybody can kind of go through there. So that's one way to do it. However, the Nevada Rangers, and I'm not sure if these were tribal police or if they were, uh, they looked like sheriff's deputies or something. I'm not really sure. But um, this is out of Black Rock City, Nevada. They had a bit of a different approach. Okay. Um, I've got the audio here. I do recommend you watch the video for a little bit of schadenfreude or Freud, however you pronounce it. Um, it it, it, it is, It's pretty funny to watch. Um, but I've got some of the audio. So initially what happens is you got these people, They and they didn't just do a, um, a human blockade sitting there. They pulled a trailer hitch across this road. It's only two lanes wide, right? They put a trailer hitch across the road so people couldn't get through, and then they sat in front of the trailer hitch, and then they chained themselves to the trailer, which, by the way, does have wheels. So I'm not sure they thought that through. But they chain themselves to this trailer. So up rolls a uh, sheriff's deputy, what appears to be a sheriff's deputy, who gets on the loudspeaker and starts telling them, you know, they need to move. Um, and uh, I've cut out, by the way, I've cut some of this audio so as to not play a lot of the uh, the police sirens and stuff because that's not you don't want to do that on the radio. You don't want to play that because people hear it and they think there's a cop around them or emergency vehicle. So I've tried to edit all of that stuff out and uh, and the the cuss word. So hopefully I got it all. Here is <laughs> so here is the 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 interaction with the deputy with the protesters when he arrives on the scene. And now keep in mind. There is an entire um, there is an entire string of vehicles running all the way to the horizon, which if you are a bunch of environmental protesters, I would think that's a problem because you're you're putting all of these cars into idle hundreds, maybe thousands of vehicles to the horizon. You can't even see where the line of vehicles ends, because again, 70 to 80,000 people show up at this event every year. So here is the first interaction. Man, get off the highway. This is a state route. Everybody will be arrested if not. 30 seconds. Send your leader to my vehicle. Let's talk. Get off the road. (laughs) All right, so you can hear there's a you can hear the vehicle in the background. It's approaching. Okay, there's another vehicle approaching. So this guy is telling everybody, get out of the road. It's a state highway. Uh, if you don't, you'll be arrested. Get out of the road. Uh, you got 30 seconds. Send your leader over to my vehicle. <laughs> and so someone walks over, and as they're over there, they're chatting, and you can hear this other vehicle coming. Well, that is another deputy, and that deputy rams through the the trailer I mean just obliterates it just runs right through this thing it sends the people scattering he then turns around comes back gets out of the vehicle pulls his gun on the protesters all of you out. You move. That. he says I will take all of you out you better move and now they're screaming and they're rolling out of the way Now he's out of the car. Get out! Car. Oh Get out. Oh on the ground! All of you oh on the ground now! Get on the ground! We're not violent! Get on the ground! Oh oh, we're not oh, violent! Don't move! Please! He says, who's got the gun? Oh no one has a gun. Has no, no one has a gun. No We're environmental about. protesters! Please. Please. Trespassing on tribal oh Please. Please! Stop resisting! So now they're saying we have, you are trespassing on tribal lands. So apparently the cop thought that there was, somebody had a gun, and they're like, nobody's got a gun. And you got this girl sitting on the side, and she's just screaming and crying. And I'm sorry, I shouldn't, I mean, I should not take this kind of pleasure, but I mean, come on. This, we're environmental protesters! We're environmental protesters! Hey, that, So? You've created a blockade of thousands of cars in the middle of the desert. It's hot in the middle of the desert in August. I'm not sure they're aware of this, but it's hot. And you got people sitting in their vehicles. They may run out of gas because, as I understand it, too, there are not a lot of gas stations in the middle of the desert. You're putting all, all of these people's lives in jeopardy by creating a traffic jam in the middle of the desert. So... Uh, They did get arrested. Uh, They were taken into custody. Uh, They took all the signs down, which said things like abolish capitalism, uh, burners of the world unite. And their big thing was that they were accusing the Burning Man people of hypocrisy because they are there for ostensibly progressive and artistic reasons. Yet they burn this 40 foot effigy, thus creating (laughs) pollutants for the environment. So the way they combat that is to force everybody to stop their cars, have them idling, and create carbon dioxide in the atmosphere or something. I did, look, I don't understand the protest method, methods here, but uh, I, I, I do like the fact that they, they brought this environmentalist shrieking to her knees. we environmental protesters! Yeah, there you go. Uh, righty. so uh, you're welcome, Jan, by the way. Uh, Jan wrote to... Uh, Pete at ThePeteCalendarShow.com. Thank you for this story, Pete. It might be schadenfreude, but my day is better. Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Look, I mean, this is the way to combat these crazy people that think the way to protect the environment is to cause vehicles to idle and burn gas. and, And infuriate everybody in the process. If I didn't know any better, I would think it's actually people who are against these environmentalist groups that are staging these protests. Because I'm not sure of a better way to turn people against you than to make them sit in traffic because you're blocking the road. And then every time people you know, get up to drag the protesters away... And and so this is the problem is like when you go up and you drag one of them away and then you walk over to drag the other one away, the first one you dragged away, they go back. They run back over and sit down. So you need you need more pro or sorry, more motorists to drag people away than there are protesters or you did what the uh, Rangers did. And as I understand it now, they these were not Nevada State Rangers. I think they were they looked like sheriff's deputies, but um they could be tribal police i'm not sure um but they uh yeah one of the guys just rammed it said you're on tribal territory so your rules do not apply here (laughs) we're gonna run we're gonna run these uh your trailer that you parked across the street we're gonna run it through right kick it off to the side um so that's one way to do it now if you're not on tribal lands where you get to do that sort of thing and you're more worried about uh you know u.s law coming for you uh for moving them i would just suggest that you go with the uh the the backing up technique where you put your your rear to the face so you take your vehicle and you turn it around and you roll backwards and you put your exhaust pipe right into the face of the person sitting on the on the on the road and then if they don't get out of the way, then you just keep on doing it, and eventually I think they'll pass out, right? Otherwise, they'll just roll out of the way, or maybe they pass out, somebody drags them out of the way. But either way, you get them out of the way, and then you could roll through, and then everybody else can, can follow you through. Like, that's the way you create the, the gap in the, uh, the blockade. Look, you know me. I am all about solutions here, people. So I'm just throwing this out there, so people can, you know, find ways through the blockade, so they can get to work, uh, rather than end up with an assault uh, crime against, assault charge against them, right? Because all you're doing is just you're, you know, you're just turning around, you're backing up, and look, nowadays the cameras on the cars and stuff, you're going to be able to see how close you can get without hitting the person. Right? Cause with a much clearer view with that camera, because it's right there at the bumper, so you can get right up next to the nostrils, you know? You're welcome. consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor there really is something for everyone at old grouch's military surplus in beautiful downtown clyde and online at Oldgrouch.com. Alrighty, all righty so uh, mentioned this a little bit earlier there's been some uh, developments uh, in regards to the uh, impeachment proceedings of uh, one president joe biden Speaker Kevin McCarthy said this weekend that an impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden is becoming more likely. He calls it a natural step forward as Congress is wrapping up its summer break. They'll be coming back, uh, I think, in like a couple weeks or something. Uh, he has so far, McCarthy has so far avoided committing to an impeachment vote or offering any kind of a timeline for possible action, according to the AP. Some House Republicans are eager to go after Biden over claims of financial misconduct involving his son Hunter Biden, but the Democratic president has not been shown to have done anything wrong because once again we do not have the check with you know uh uh the the line made out to Joe Biden or Joseph uh Robamal Briben, uh does it's not made out to Joe Biden, and there's no memo line that says, you know, for influence. Or, uh, corruption or something in the memo line. So we don't have that direct connection. We simply have all of the meetings. We have the Hunter Biden payments, uh, and then the washing of the money through all of the different LLCs, the disbursement of the money to all of the members of the Biden family. Uh, but we don't have the check made out to Joe with, uh, you know, corruption in the memo line. So, uh, Democrats are, are, are hanging their hats on that. Um, and the AP as well meanwhile kevin mccarthy says passing a short-term spending bill to keep the government running well that would ensure that investigations of hunter biden can continue so it seems like he's offering a deal to the conservatives in the house if you want to keep going after joe biden then you have to do the short-term spending bill If you look at all the information we have been able to gather so far, he said, it is a natural step forward that you would have to go to an impeachment inquiry. He said that would provide Congress the apex of legal power to get all of the information they need. And look, there's a lot of information already. Now, you wouldn't know it um, by reading the mainstream media uh, or listening to Democrats, but I repeat myself, you would uh, only know this if you uh, were perusing the uh, conservative media, Washington Times, Wall Street Journal, New York Post, um, various others, but, y- you know, you The Federalist, HotAir.com, like, you would know this if you read all of them, because they've been, they've been hammering away. For example, Margot Cleveland at TheFederalist.com, this is out of um, a FOIA request that the Heritage Foundation filed... And now they've gotten some emails. And th- these emails were shared exclusively with the Federalist.com. And it establishes that on multiple occasions, the Department of Justice intervened on behalf of Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss to respond to congressional inquiries related to the Hunter Biden investigation. I'll read that sentence again. It's kind of, it's a run-on sentence. This is what print people do. I cannot stop them. Uh, the Federalist got the emails and the emails show that on multiple occasions the DOJ intervened on behalf of the US attorney David Weiss. Now David Weiss, remember, he's in charge of the investigation and then the sweetheart plea deal, right? He was in charge of all of that as US attorney from Delaware. No connection there to the Bidens, who have been in power in the state of Delaware for 50 years. Um, And they claim to know every attorney, whatever, in the state of Delaware. It doesn't matter. So he's the U.S. attorney there. Oh, and by the way, he did work with Bo Biden at some point in the recent past. But I digress. So when Congress says, yo, David Weiss, what's going on with the Hunter Biden investigation? The DOJ intervenes. And the DOJ picks it up. And they say, "Well, well, we'll answer that. This revelation raises some questions, particularly about a June 7th letter dispatched to House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan under David Weiss's signature line in which the Delaware U.S. attorney claimed that he had ultimate authority over charging decisions related to Hunter Biden. It also suggests that David Weiss and the DOJ may have conspired to mislead Congress about all of this. These never seen before emails establish the doj and the u.s attorney collaborated when they were responding to congressional inquiries and were among the first batch of documents provided to the heritage foundation following a court order last week in their case because the doj was refusing to provide any of this information any of these documents the director of the heritage foundation's oversight project a fellow by the name of mike howell He initiated the FOIA request and then filed suit against the Department of Justice and the Biden administration when they attempted to slow walk the production of the documents. Howell says that the email shows that while Merrick Garland, the attorney general, was claiming that U.S. Attorney David Weiss had the independence to bring whatever charges he wanted, Garland was simultaneously running comms for Weiss to the Senate. And this was all done through the political controls at Maine Justice. Not exactly the story that they were telling several weeks ago. Clearly, it seems to be an attempt by the DOJ and David Weiss to mislead Congress. Margot Cleveland says it is important to remember that when Weiss sent the June 7th letter to Jim Jordan, the whistleblowers, the IRS whistleblowers... Their transcripts had not been released at this point. So, neither Weiss nor the DOJ knew the specifics of the whistleblower testimony. That led them to represent to Congress that Weiss had ultimate decision-making authority. Something that Weiss would later have to, shall we say, massage that messaging. Because it wasn't quite accurate. This explains why there was this, this... this massaging of the narrative the changing of the story this explains it because they were working with doj maine and the initial letters when they came from congress and they said hey give us this stuff they didn't know the irs whistleblower testimony they didn't know what was there so doj maine went ahead and took over the comms for weiss saying weiss has total control and then it turns out oh he didn't because the whistleblower's well, they blew the whistle, and they said he didn't. And then they're like, uh, well, What do you mean that he, 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 could, he could go through the proper channels and request the, uh, the ultimate control? Yeah. But even when he did that, he was denied. All right, more on that in a minute. First, let me tell you, the Heritage Life Skills event was fantastic. Every year, Bill and Jan Sturet organize the event to help people get educated on how to be prepared for anything. The Sturetts own Carolina Readiness Supply. 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials you'll need for any kind of emergency. have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? We have a photo of a person of interest um, in today's armed and dangerous person situation. And I know uh, there are some people... Uh, that are not fans of Elon Musk or conservatism, and they, uh, they're they like, oh, I can't really tell because this is a UNC police Twitter account. Okay, I'll just tell you. It's Will Duran from the News and Observer. Um, he says, it's hard to tell since Twitter destroyed its verification system, but this does appear to be the real UNC police account. Yeah, Will, it's obviously the UNC police account because it's got like 7,700 followers. They've got tweets going back years, You know, but you got to get your dig in on Elon and Twitter, fine. But this is a photo of a person of interest in today's armed and dangerous person situation. And if you can't tell that that's obviously written by a police officer <laughs> this is the way cops this is the way they cops talk right they they put this stuff in this photo shows a person of interest in today's armed and dangerous person situation if you see this person keep your distance put your safety first and call 911 and then they have a photo now i'm looking at the photo and i don't want to you know assume anything about you know gender or ethnicity or anything or race or whatever but it appears to be a man. And it appears to be an Asian man. That's all I can say now. Well, actually, that's not all I can say. I could say one other thing. That the photo they are using appears to me to be some sort of official photo. Maybe like a school photo. Like a UNC photo. In other words, I think they know who this guy is. Now, far be it for me to suggest that a person of interest is actually a suspect, but I think this is the suspect. I think this is who they're looking for at UNC. There was a, they they went on lockdown, about an hour ago, they went on lockdown, had no information. So I've been waiting for information, not aware of anybody that's been injured, not aware of any... Yeah, I'm not aware of anybody that's been hurt, but there was apparently a report of an armed and dangerous person. There may have been a shot fired or something. I'm not sure. But uh, UNC police has a photo of a person of interest, and they're saying, keep your distance from this person of interest. And so I'm I'm thinking it's the suspect, everybody. So it's an Asian male seems to be in mid 20s, roughly kind of maybe sort of college age maybe and what appears to be a college issued id looking photo so i'm thinking they probably even know his name then there was also hang on i had another email oh there was a uh, I get yeah so there was apparently a sexual assault at nc state's campus and david sent this over from wtvd television from NC State about a sexual assault and so here is what uh, here's what they sent out a wolf alert I guess is what they call it because it's the wolf pack so they call them wolf alerts it's not it's not that there's a wolf sighted on campus although these are predators so wolves and sheep and all of that anyway a sexual assault was reported on NC State campus a wolf alert was sent out monday morning saying it took place at Owen Hall University police are looking for two men. That's it. That was, that's the that's all the description you get. Two men. So if you see two men, I guess call police. I don't know. This is my problem. This wokeism stuff is going to get people killed. It's going to get people victimized. And you can't even give out a description of suspects who are apparently dangerous i don't know guys maybe give the race maybe an age or something any other identifiable information rather than just two dudes because where did they split up Where did they go different directions now you're looking for one dude but if you see one dude he could have been walking with some other guy all right we'll see you tomorrow don't break anything while i'm gone <laughs>